0: The following podcast is a member of the Pokecasters Network. Pokecasters Network, supporting Pokemon content creators, their shows, and the community of Pokemon fans. To find out more, check out pokecastersnetwork.com or find us on Twitter and Facebook. Hello, and welcome to Lucas Lectures, hosted by the big fish himself, Veteran Lucas. Sit back, relax, and enjoy today's topic. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Lucas Lectures. This is me, Veteran Lucas. Hope you guys are having a fantastic day or night. Uh, A quick update on Japan. It's getting cooler and cooler by the day, so I'm going to experience fall for the first time ever, which, again, when you live in Florida your whole life, you're used to hot summer, slightly less hot summer, two weeks of winter, and then uh, less hot summer again. Uh, and this is something I've been going through my whole life. So the fact that I actually get to sit in a place and have the seats and change may be a so what moment for everybody else. But for me, it means a lot, especially since I'm in one of the Japanese cities where it doesn't snow, which was a huge factor in me coming here. If they said, hi, you're going to Hokkaido, where it's basically another word for snow. I'd be like, uh, no, not that noise. Anywho. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about two villainous groups in the Pokemon world. We're going to be talking about Team Aqua and Team Magma, and we're going to be deciding which plan was worse. Now, a bit of a prologue here. The villainous schemes have ranged a bit, so I'm going to give you the villainous schemes of every single Pokemon group, every team in order. So, for starters, we have Gen 1, Team Rocket, want to get money. Gen 2, Team Rocket again, want to bring back the guy to get the money all over again. Generation 3, environmental devastation on a planet-side scale, Uh, we will definitely get into that. Uh, Gen 4, sad man hates feelings, so the universe has to go. Gen 5, PETA, but somehow dumber and less evil, that's Team Plasma. Uh, Team Team Flare in Generation 6, classier Team Rocket, but with global genocide as well as wanting money. Uh, gen 7, being a general public nooses slash replacing your children with elders horror monsters from beyond the veil. And finally, we have our current gen, Gen 8, and it's literal soccer hooligans. That's it. I don't have anything fancy. They're just soccer hooligans who like a girl and want her to succeed, which is really positive and uplifting until they became really annoying. But out of all of them, Gen 8 does have the best uh, music for their team. I love Team Yell and their song. I, I really, really do. So... If this were any other YouTube or podcast channel, we would rank these from best to worst and we would be able to tell you which one had the best and most thought out plan. But I can do that in 10 seconds. Check this out. Anything involves destroying the world or creating a new universe is wrong and horrible. That goes on the top. Making money from crime is less wrong, so that goes in the middle. Uh, And anything that makes uh, you a public nuisance, that goes down. And then uh, PETA goes down to the very bottom. That's usually just how it works. It goes, universe destroyers, make some money, cause a public disturbance, PETA. There. Thank you, everybody. Good night. That's all you really need to know. But for me, it was Generation 3 where the plan really stuck out. For both these teams, Team Aqua and Team Magma had plans that were not only dangerous to the world, but were literally dangerous to themselves and their own goals. They were literally shooting themselves in the foot by summoning these monsters. We are going to weigh the pros and mostly cons of these horrible ideas from these groups, and we are going to compare them to real-world situations. There's real-world precedent for the oceans rising, and for trying to make more land. There are real-world historical moments where you just want to say, Why? Why? Why would you do this? Now, to level this out, uh, if you've played uh, any of the Gen 3 games, either the remakes or the original you might remember that depending on which game you played, one group was evil and the other one was trying to stop them and be good. Now, we're going to level this out. We're just going to say that they're both evil, and that's just, we're going to see how one evil compares to the other. So let's start with my favorite, um, Team Aqua. Now, Team Aqua. Can be defined by one audio clip. I'm just gonna play it now. Do what you want because a pirate is free. You are a pirate. You're a, pirate Being a pirate is Do what you want a pirate is free. You are a pirate. Yeah, that's pretty much it. They're pirates. Uh if they want they're pirates that want to drown the world in some part so that the sea critters can have more room to swim and that mankind can be wiped out. And I'd honest, they'd honestly be my favorite of the two groups, like, outright of, like, yep, done, no problem. Because, honestly, between the two, one of them has a higher chance of me getting sustainable buckets of fried shrimp. And that's the one I'm usually going to go with. Uh, they are led by Archie. And his main goal against what people think isn't to flood the whole world, but to expand it enough so that their people get wiped out and that there'd be room for more Pokemon. So there would still be land. There just wouldn't be as much of it, and most of humanity would be wiped out. Now, as far as plans go, that's not the worst idea. 80% of humanity lives uh, about 100 miles away from the coast. So if you wanted to kill a whole bunch of humans, yeah, flooding the world immediately would do that. That would just wipe out most of us in a split second. But let's go over some of the other things. So pros to his plans. Humans would still survive. Uh, And global warming would be reduced thanks to the ocean being a massive carbon sink. It would actually absorb the CO2 produced and all the humans leaving, so you would have less uh, global pollution. Yay. The cons. Let's get the obvious part out of the way. Flooding the Earth to get rid of people is wrong, even if you were going to try and make it for Pokemon to live. And that's a huge setback for them too. The big problem is that 80% of all animal life Lives on land. Note I said animals. I'm not counting like every bacteria and everything in the sea. But if you're counting every animal on the planet, every beetle, every spider, every dog, every camel. You are going to be losing a lot of animals or in this case Pokemon. And every freshwater Pokemon is going to get swept away too. And they're going to die from salt poisoning. You're literally going to be killing Pokemon to make room for more Pokemon. Uh, The second con would actually be a refugee migration. Now, a refugee migration can be seen in both humans and animals in our world, and it would happen to humans and Pokemon in theirs. Uh, This is something we are going through right now. If you go to parts of Africa and Asia and the Middle East, if they go through a massive drought, people are going to start running to find a new place to live. In the United States, whenever there's a hurricane, you'll have people leaving and dispersing to different areas to try and find a place to live if their home is too annihilated, to go back to, or too expensive to rebuild. So what's going to end up happening is all these pokemon are going to be that survive, they're going to be moving towards the land to try and find some place that's safer. They're going to go into some other animals habitat. That's going to wreck it. Imagine if everyone who lived on the coast decided to be relocated at once, thousands of miles inward. Yeah, animals would do the exact same and that would cause widespread devastation. Like there would be so much invasive species conflict. A lot of pokemon would just go toe to toe and start killing each other for the land. Uh, Next con, Uh, a bunch of sea life gets wiped out too, so you'd think the land would be fine, but no, the ocean would also get annihilated because a good chunk of all marine life lives by the coast, and the reason is quite simple. Nutrients runs off from the land into the water. The temperature is going to be a little bit more favorable towards the land. There's more food. There's more shelter. Coral reefs provide 25% of the ocean's ecosystems, and Now you've just moved them into deeper water thousands of miles away from the shore. You literally killed the ocean by making more ocean. Uh, Where's a caracosta? Where's a sea turtle going to lay its eggs if you just wiped out its beach? You literally are doing more harm to the Pokemon you want than you're doing any good. And that goes to the next con. You just destroyed the currents. So now the currents have changed since they don't have as many continents to go around. You completely reworked how these animals are going to be getting around. Not only that, but you broke the weather too. That's the big one. That's my final con for your plan, Archie. You broke the weather. Even after Kyogre go back to sleep, the weather will still have super storms. Have you ever heard of a hypercane? A hypercane is like a hurricane's big brother. Ocean storms are caused when warm air rises and cool air falls. It's a circulation and it spins and spins and it creates a hurricane. That's the baby weather 101 version of what's happening. Now, weather is affected by land, such as when the heat from the land speeds up evaporation and creates more clouds and rain, or when a mountain breaks up the wind. Or in Florida's case, when a hurricane comes and it hits the land, it gets weaker because now it doesn't have the ocean's warm water to drain from. You've just wiped out a bunch of land. If a hurricane forms up, there's no land to really block it and make it weaker. You've just created a hypercane, a hurricane that goes beyond any of the categories because it literally just stays in the ocean, getting stronger and stronger and stronger, anything in its path gets annihilated to shred. So long as it stays on that equator line, staying in warm water, then you just annihilated everything else that's living. So even things that are floating on the surface get to be wiped out. Again, the whole wipe out people for the sake of the planet thing, it's done on TV the death these days. And honestly, it, it, it's not a good idea. Because all you have to do is think for two seconds about wiping out everything of one species. And you realize just how messed up it is. Luckily in the game, Archie and the gang literally take two seconds and realize how horrible things have gotten after they release Kyogre. I mean, better late than ever, but still a pretty dumb plan. You literally are killing off the animals you tried to save. And you're also killing people. Which again, pretty bad stuff. Next up, Team Magma. Let's see how they rank up. So... If it wasn't for the universe-enders, the genocidal leaders, and the bad parents, Team Magma's plan would go down at the most selfish and harmful of the plans. Instead of making more land so more land Pokemon can live, the whole goal is to take away the ocean and expand the land so that people have a place to go and thrive and forget the Pokemon. You don't really need to care about them, there's enough as is. Historically, more wars have been fought over land than anything else more than ideology, more than even food, more than a woman being kidnapped and then having to have a wooden horse broken into the fort. That happens more often than you think. In World War II, uh, the Germans had Lebensraum. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, Lebenstrom, and it translates to living space. It became a key pole in the Nazi ideology. The idea is that you need space to grow and that the Germans had every right to go into any land that was nearby, take it for Germans, and kick out or imprison any of the indigenous people there permanently. So this has historical context. Just like Archie, he didn't want to get rid of all the water. Again, 72 hours later, he would have realized just how bad an idea that was and died. So let's just go with his original plan, that he gets rid of most of the world's oceans, that he completely dries up. A lot of them, he dries up the glaciers. he There's still fresh water. There's still enough fresh water for some of us to live. and But it's just not going to work out. Now, the good news is, for me anyway, uh, I don't need to do a lot of research on this because people already have For those of you who like weird moments in history, the Atlantropa Project was proposed in the 1920s. Now, the Atlantropa Project was an idea to dam up the Mediterranean and then drain it. They wanted to drain the Mediterranean so that there would be more land to live on. So yeah, this was an actual thing people thought of doing, and luckily for everyone and everything involved, they didn't do it. Oh my gosh, what a terrible plan. Now, let's go over the pros. Eventually, you get more green space. That's it. That's all I got. Uh, now, back to the cons. I said most animal life is in uh, is on the land, but in the sea, you just reduce the largest ecosystem on the planet almost immediately, and it kills just about everything, including most of the bacteria and... Um, phytoplankton that provide the oxygen we breathe you are literally cutting the oxygen supply down by half that's not a good plan right off the bat you're going to start feeling lightheaded real quick Oh, no more oceans also means a smaller carbon sink like i said in the beginning a carbon sink absorbs carbon from the atmosphere so now you just increase global warming i mean not you already cooked part of the planet so that's still bad but you now you just cooked it even more so next con All that land that you just uh, put out for us, yeah, that's been soaked in salt for billions of years. You want to try and grow something on a salt flat? Be my guest. You wonder why Utah and Nevada are not exactly the breadbaskets of the United States? It's because a lot of it is dry salt land. Imagine trying to live in the salt flats of Utah. That's life in those areas. So the ocean isn't even flat either. The salt flats are at least flat. The ocean is... Rocky, bumpy, covered in rocks and crevices and canyons. So imagine going, oh boy, we have new real estate, and finding out it's like a saltier Death Valley. Uh, Now, the main source of protein for the world comes from the ocean. So even if you say that they don't eat Pokemon, I'd put money on the line here and say that their food in some way comes from the ocean, even if it isn't like Pokemon meat. There's still a good chunk of their food is going to come from there, so that's a real big con. Uh, Next up, you also get those migrations I talked about, but now they're in both directions. You're going to have people trying to find a better life inland, so I'll use Miami in this example. Imagine if Miami became as isolated land-wise as Kansas. All those people are going to have to try and find a new town since most of their home was built around the idea of having water. So a bunch of people are going to leave, and they're either going to go walk towards the ocean to try and rebuild their lives to, again, the salty Grand Canyon or they're going to start heading inward to any freshwater bodies. So you're literally just causing these rings of life and death to form. Uh, wildlife, again, completely thrown out of whack, even the ones in on the land. You've just moved the water sources. You've just reduced the water sources, and all the migration has been annihilated because now these creatures don't know where to go. Uh, the food source has just moved. You've wiped out just about every chance these organisms have of survival. Oh, and uh, finally, back to weather. If you thought the hypercanes were bad, how about super droughts? Since most of the weather is generated around bodies of water, you've just reduced those. What's going to happen now? You've literally made a world that's similar to Mad Max more so than it is our own. The middle of every continent would actually become this vast dry patch of desert because now without the water coming in from those larger water sources, you wouldn't get as much rain as you were getting. This actually happened. We've studied Pangea and we've studied supercontinents before from the past and you'll see that there were large deserts there because the water from the ocean wasn't providing enough weather for it to get out there. Again, it's not the only source of weather, but it's a major part of it. For my final verdict on Team Magma, you guys tried to burn up the land and increase the power of the sun. You should have known that was a bad idea. Not only that, it was a selfish idea because instead of saying no, it's for the Camerupt and the Trapinches and the desert Pokemon of the world. They deserve to be loved. It was for, nah man, I want more real estate. That's literally the plot from Superman's uh, Lex Luthor. You want real estate, so you're going to destroy part of the world. Nice job. So for the final verdict, Which was worse, Archie's or Team Magma? I kind of have to swing to Team Magma being the worst, and it's not because Team Aqua is my favorite. Archie's plan is really stupid. It's a very close second to him. Flooding the world and creating super hurricanes, destroying all the coral reefs, and killing all the humans? Not a great plan. Maxie, however, would have wiped out life on land and sea, He would have doomed the survivors to an overcooked world filled with salt flats and thirst. And, I mean, this is not his fault, but he's literally taking hints from the Nazi playbook on taking over. You know I have to put him on the worst for that. We all know Nazis are bad, and he's literally taking one of the Nazis' most known plans and just rolling with it. He doesn't know that, but I know that, and it's my call. Team Magma's plan is literally the worst. Luckily for us, we do not have super whales or giant stone lizards running around, but we do have climate change. These effects that I mentioned, a good chunk of them are real. We are getting stronger storms. We are getting refugee migrations from the climate. These climate refugees are going to start coming unless we do something about it. Now, I can go on. For hours on the rant of both individual responsibility and for the much larger corporate responsibility, which is causing a mass majority of the pollution, you guys know what climate change is. You, if you're listening to me talk, you guys are well aware of our position on climate change. Honestly, if you guys want to know more about this stuff, please go to NOAA, as while they still have information up before it gets taken down go to any of these major scientific articles. Instead of looking up news on climate change, like on like a CNN or a Fox News or anything like that, go and look up the scientific research papers. That's what you want to do. If you really want to get a little more informed, even if you're not the most scientifically literate, like you don't understand the charts and the data, reading the abstract is enough to get started and working your way through. Again, Team Aqua and Team Magba's plans are so horrendously stupid Because they kind of mimic some of the problems going on in our world and show us just how bad those things can be. Why would I want to raise the oceans and kill off coral reefs and people? Why would I want to dry up the world if I'm going to just make more land for me, but the land is worthless? Trust me, there's so many things we can learn from these games just by looking a little bit deeper. Now, I hope you guys like this worst plan ever. Maybe I'll go over some of the other plans that some of these villains have. I'm not touching Gen 7s because that's some psychology parental issues. That's more Collins' thing. I am not touching that crazy lady. She's a monster. She deserves to go away. In any case, hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Have a wonderful time, whatever you're doing. Please embrace science. Tell your friends about us. Hope you guys Spread the word that we're still out here and we're still making content. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. We'll see you next time.